This podcast is brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. BankInfoSecurity.com is your source for the news and views shaping security and risk management within the finance space. Emerging cyber threats complying with the new FFIEC guidance and developing a strategy to adequately tackle online fraud has been a priority for Buffalo, New York-based First Niagara Bank. The $30 billion institution has made online security a priority by investing in new technology and getting buy-in from executives at the top. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. Today we hear from Joe Rogalski, Information Security Officer and First Vice President of First Niagara, who shares his thoughts about the stress and demands today's financial leaders face in the wake of an increasingly threatening online environment. Joe, First Niagara has undergone some significant changes in recent years, primarily associated with rapid growth that's been brought on by merger and acquisition. Could you give our audience a little background about the bank, such as its geographic footprint and the general profile of your customer base? Sure, Tracy. Um, First Niagara is a top 25 bank. Uh, We're primarily located in upper New York State, uh, eastern and western Pennsylvania, Connecticut, as well as Springfield, Massachusetts. Um, We primarily target retail and commercial customers both. And we also have an insurance agency that is a top 25, or I'm sorry, top 50 insurance agency in the country as well. And what have been the primary security and fraud related challenges the bank has faced in recent years? With the evolution of online threats over the last few years with SpyEye and Zeus and the, and the real problems with commercial account takeover has been our primary focus for fraud and security-related issues. Um, what we're seeing now is more cross-channel fraud um, coming, stemming from you know, heat lock fraud and other online fraud that's getting away from the commercial channel into more of the retail channel. And when you talk about the integration of these channels, I guess, or when you see cross-channel fraud, um, how has some of that been impacted by the recent acquisitions? The recent acquisitions really have not impacted fraud so much, but more as just the general fraud growing. And as we grow, we're seeing more fraud and cross-channel fraud. Um, the fraudsters are now targeting more of the retail customers um, as they move down the chain. Now, online threats, as you've noted, Joe, are a top concern, and the new online authentication guidance that's been issued by the FFIEC does highlight how serious regulators are taking the financial fight against cyber attacks and online fraud. What steps has First Niagara taken to address online security? Um, First Niagara has done a number of things. Um, We're continually doing risk assessments of our platforms. Um, We're continually testing our controls and the effectiveness of our controls. We do a lot of emerging threats monitoring and and planning for emerging threats, making sure we know what's coming down the road so we can react to it when it does get here. And how is the bank addressing some of these new guidelines that are outlined by the FFIC for online authentication? Um, Currently, we're still evaluating the new guidelines. Um, We've had a number of things in in the works for a while, waiting for the guidance to come out. Um, So we're evaluating the guidelines, conducting a gap analysis of what controls we have in place today and what are we missing. Um, We feel we're about 75% compliant with the new guidance, and um, we've been doing risk assessments all along. We have layered security. We're doing anomaly detection on transactions, as well as a lot of end-user education and um, have risk-based controls in place. And what about new technologies, Joe, such as out-of-band authentication via mobile devices? Is First Niagara considering anything like that? We are looking at a number of different options for out-of-band authentication. Um, The mobile channel is one of them. 
Um, currently today, uh, there are some spywares going on in Europe that are have already reversed the effects of the out-of-band authentication on a mobile device. Um, we're also looking into things like browser hardening. Um, we're actually updating our fraud detection software currently, um, increasing our challenge questions as the FFIC guidance talks about to you know ask out-of-the-wallet questions and bring in some more digital fingerprinting of cookies. Now, you mentioned risk management, and I'm going to ask a little bit about risk management as well as customer education. These are two areas the FFIEC has stressed as being critical to ongoing online security. What can you tell us about the strategy First Niagara has in place to address those two areas? We're, we're continually doing risk assessments um, on our online systems as well as our internal systems. Um, we cycle through about a year, a year cycle for risk assessments, and, we, and we've been doing them all along. So we feel we've got a really good control on that. As far as education goes, um, on our website we offer a security center for our customers and we talk about account takeover, talk about fraud, um, knowing your credit report, those types of things. Um, this year we actually put out a commercial account takeover brochure to our commercial clients, you know, talking to them about best practices, what to do, how to avoid online fraud. Um, we're actually in development right now with a retail brochure to go out to our customers and that will address some of the FFIEC uh, regulations as well. Um, we also meet with customers um, fairly, fairly regularly. I, I meet with customers and talk to them about online safety and security and commercial account takeover. The big thing that we really instituted this year, though, was I, I'm constantly meeting with our branch managers and with our relationship managers of those commercial clients to make them aware of what's going on, to have them in the know so that they can speak to it when they're talking to customers because they really are our front line. And do you feel that customers have been receptive to some of the education efforts that you've put out there? Um, they're much more receptive after they have an issue. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, they, they are receptive and they, and they know we're willing to help. You know, banking is built on trust, and, and the more you can build that trust relationship with the customer, the happier they are. So they understand we're looking out for them. Now, can you tell us a little bit, Joe, about how your fraud and security teams are aligned and, and what steps you've taken to ensure that the two teams work in tandem to address ongoing and emerging cyber threats as well as risk? So, as luck would have it, um, my team is actually sits directly next to our, our fraud team. Um, so it actually makes things very easy for us to communicate. Um, additionally, I, I regularly meet with our, the head of fraud um, at least twice a month, if not more than that. He sits around the corner for me as well. Um, we do assist in all the cyber investigations that, they, that the fraud group takes on. Um, they're, they're more of a traditional fraud group, and they're, and they're getting more cyber now as we start to grow bigger. Um, and then we also have something called the Emerging Threats Working Group um, that the fraud group participates in with us. And this is really looking at, looking at threats that are coming down the road and, and possible fraud that's coming down the road and making sure we have a plan in place and a way to attack it. And what advice can you offer other institutions, Joe, as they work to develop plans and strategy to address online authentication, whether that be in-band or out-of-band? I think the best, the, the best advice I can give is just be proactive about it. Don't wait for something to happen or wait for the regulation to come. Um, we've been looking at different options, and we were waiting for the FFIC regulation to come down, but we felt like we were in a pretty good, secure place because of the ongoing risk assessments. And before we close, Joe, what final thoughts would you like to leave with our audience as they relate to online security, complying with the new FFIEC guidance, and user authentication generally? Sure. Um, get started early again. Um, you, you can't start soon enough. Um, 
awareness is a great tool, and it, it's pretty cheap to do. It's a couple hours of your time, typically, to go out and speak to a group of customers. It makes them feel much better about things and about awareness, um, and it's cheap and effective. Um, layered security, there is no silver bullet. Um, if there was a silver bullet, I wouldn't be working here because I'd be working for that company. Um, and then leverage your partners. I mean, you need to leverage people you're working with and your partner, your both internal and external partners. And I, I guess the only thing, uh, last thing I close with is, you know, security should be enabling business and, and not getting in the way of it. Those are great points. I want to thank you again for your time today, Joe. Thank you. Again, we've just heard from Joe Brigelski of First Niagara Bank in Buffalo. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten. This podcast has been brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.BankInfoSecurity.com.